It's like a microwave for food. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 990, entitled Encouragement. Encouragement is the act of verbally believing in someone's ability or characteristics. First-time listeners, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While you're there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you can... Give us a five-star review wherever you are. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Brian, no matter where you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, well, they're not as good as they could be. If things are bad and you're alone, well, things are so much worse. There's a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, which states, Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from feeling alone. And what? this podcast is all about. Each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives, along with a little bit of food talk, because it is lunchtime, to model rejoicing in morning. We then hit the main topic of the night and finish with some do-betters and can't-do-betters as well. So while it yes. may not be 1215 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in mm. Rome. Delicious. I almost jumped in with you again like last week, but I decided not to. Oh, like the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> that was really quick. Okay. What, what do you guys that didn't going, happen. What do you guys got going on over there? <laughs> You're out of town, buddy. That's right. Last week, last what week, as he here? paused right before lunchtime in room, I got ready and we said it in unison. And uh, it was, oh yeah, you did that on purpose. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a nice moment. <laughs> okay. So yeah. hi everybody. Um, now, Chris here. Uh, yes. Hi. I. Okay, I'm gonna do two bads t today, Whoa. and that doesn't mean it was a horrible week. I don't Sorry. want anybody. You can only re you can only mourn with somebody who mourns once. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can't. Two. You can't you're the, the, we got a quota. Womp, womp. One of them is is slightly food related though, so it's it's sort of a half bad. It, it's not it's not that bad, and it doesn't. I don't even mean to say my week has been bad. It's just there weren't any necessary you know, things that were particularly high. So, um. You were saying. Yeah. Here we go. Good talk. Weather dropped. I mean, the, the temperature dropped. Like um, a beat. Like a week, week ago, right? Like just... Like uh, a young man's... Like a new album. <laughs> Gracious. So, when that happens... You guys ever have this problem where your, your car tires, like, all of a sudden, you get the warning light and they the need air? The, the pressure. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 So... Symbolic of the pressure in our lives. Every single... Well, it, it went down, so I guess that's a good thing. Sure. In this case, a bad thing, though. So, temperature dropped, and all of a sudden, every freaking tire in existence, in, in my ownership, needed air. It's right? a simple, Wait, small all, thing uh, that can drive you through the roof. Yes. On, on all cars? Yes. Like oh, not the just, even the Tesla? No, no, yes, no. Battery-operated tires. But doesn't fine. it, like, they just auto-inflate? <laughs> that like would just... be cool, but no. Nah. You think so, but no. Nah. You would think. So, 
I oh, I don't know. A year or two ago, not, not even two, no, definitely not two years. A year ago, I bought one of those little um, air compressors that mm-hmm. you just you know you plug into your car adapter thing. Yes, very convenient and to have yes, in your own house. It's so nice. Oh, I love not like going to a gas station to fill up on air. I also dude, this I'm going to my, your house from now on to fill up my tires. Well, here I'm you just, might not I'm want taking to after this, this. As it, oh, okay. but so well, yeah, no, uh-huh. <laughs> this is bad. Remember? Uh, so I thought the bad part was the tire. Pressure. Yeah. Oh, that's the We're beginning. up to three. We're up to three. <laughs> so, sheesh. My favorite part, aside from just the convenience of not having to like drive to fill up my tires, is that as soon as you twist the little the hose on, it tells you what the tire pressure is in your tire. Yeah. And you can set it to fill up to exactly like 35 or 40, whatever your tires are. Have supposed it like to stop be. where it needs yeah. to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just an automatic stop. Nice. It's, it's I celebrate beautiful. that with you. That's awesome. Isn't that great? But wait, it's not. It's not. Because on the very first tire that I tried to, to fill, like it, it, it worked. Okay, so it worked at first. Let me back up. I, I, I screw on the little hose thing, and I see that it's and it, it was low. It was like in the twenties, right? Oof. So okay, yeah, this one definitely needs filled. So I start filling it to be filled, whatever. And I and it takes some time. So I walk, I walk away. All right, grammar guy. <laughs> um. Walk away. It's actually a very cold, windy day. I actually get in the car for a minute, whatnot. And I'm like, boy, it should have stopped by now. It should have oh, stopped no. by now. Oh, no. And I go out and look at the pressure. The pressure says zero. I'm like, what is going on? So I stop it. And I'm like, yeah, that tire. It, I mean, it, was, it didn't pop or anything, but it definitely looked <laughs> yeah, like super good. full, right? <laughs> so now I mess with it. I turn it off Wait, and what on. what time of day is this? I wasn't being a very good friend and listening. It's midday it, it oh, was, okay. i think it was a weekend right. so, yeah i'm hoping it was before work <laughs> oh, no. man. in the dark before <laughs> so i have dark. to go to my other vehicle and grab my little uh pressure yep. gauge thing which is called a pressure yeah gauge i have no idea thing? Okay. somebody might know tire pressure gauge brian knows i don't oh, tire man. pressure gauge yeah. yeah it's a gauge thing and so now i have to like test it with the tire gauge, then screw the hose back on, and and like, and I'm, you know, for eight tires, and it took easily three, four times as long as it should have because it was constant start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. So I know it sounds like first world problems, and I guess it kind of is, but by definition, yeah, but really annoying. No, that does suck. Kind of ruined my 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 afternoon. Because as you start to use it, you're like, "Ha ha! Bought this for this exact circumstance." Right. Yes, that is exactly my point. Because like, right. you've prepared for this. Right. You have. <laughs> yes. Right. You have got to like. Like when you bought your printer the other week. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that is so frustrating because I don't really like friction when I've prepared to prevent the friction. Like hmm. I've put this in place so that I don't have to deal with that. You know. Point. Okay. Yes, I got it. <laughs> right. No, it is true. And, and look, it wasn't even old. Like I said, it's like a year old. Mm. That thing should. I mean, mm. okay, I didn't get top of the line. I was, you know, obviously, I'm not. I'm not like a a, a tire. Right. You're guy. not an I'm auto not a mechanic. mechanic. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, I just needed a little home thing. But I haven't used it that often either. Like, how often what, do you fill your tires? Slime. <laughs> I feel like this, Wait. this might be on you, bro. It, that's a common. Sometimes no, the auto, jokes, they auto, write themselves. You go to the auto store. 
car, and you will see a lot of slime products. Okay. Also, it's actually called it's actually called slime. Slime, not with a Y. Not soon to be a sponsor of this podcast. Well, okay, so you, you don't want to buy slime products, and you don't want to buy Epson, Epson printer. I was going to say it's, <laughs> okay. it's considered Epson. My other mini bad is food related we are in a food rut in my house and i do not like a food rut everyone has their own individual day which is such a great thing beautiful thing and everybody's you guys stuck are still, in their you guys own are still thing. doing that yes we are yes and that part nice. of it has been very successful everybody's um, still on board no fights about it no fights though the cooking has been fine nice but especially my kids man and we haven't pushed it yet and, and honestly i say we haven't pushed it my wife doesn't care in the least it's me that gets picky about food ruts but my daughter, lasagna, cooking hmm. lasagna, delicious lasagna, by the way. But I mean, four out of five weeks, lasagna, right? right? Like seriously, maybe <laughs> maybe go veal, like, to, just just mix up the meat in the lasagna. See, I'm like, once. man, lasagna once, once a, a week. week. That All sounds right. pretty good. It sounds like Tuesday. I think after right. four weeks, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. Lasagna is one of my favorites. My son, burgers, and I've bragged about his burgers on the, Ice Cube on burgers the show before. But right, the ice, ice cube, cube burgers. burgers yeah. But five out of six. I mean, even more often than the lasagna burgers. So you know, uh, let's mix it up a little bit, right. kids. Come right, on. right. Maybe that's a do ben, better. You cook the lasagna, Lily. You cook, cook Ooh, the burgers. <laughs> that would fix everything. That would not. Oh, hamburger lasagna. Oh. I'm just going to combine didn't them. See that one coming? <laughs> touche, Dad. Touche, kids. Touche. So that's my week. How about you, Eric? Uh, I thought we were going to. We were. <laughs> we were coming to me. Then oh. we're going to him. Then we're going over to him. Jay, what are your oh. highs and lows of this? Week? Hell of a segue. Yeah, it's really um, good. Really smooth. As far as good and bad, thanks. The bad, I'm going to start off with, as you guys know, I've been struggling physically with some psychosomatic who knows what the hell what's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be a new It's very, It's technical, right? That's the, the, the thing well, the That's what said. my doctor told me right. I had. Yeah. So who exactly. knows what the hell what? Right. And it was whether it be my pre kind of almost a teeny little bit asthma. And then last week I was dealing with like, I felt like my eyes were swollen mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, so whatever. And then that went away. I wake up this morning. I go downstairs and I'm sitting there and my... you. Know, I use a contact lens solution overnight that has to sit for four hours. It's literally an acid that has to equalize and become just distilled water by the end of the four hours. And if you put it in too soon, your eyeball almost catches on fire. I might be exaggerating a little. So it sort of felt like that, like a mild case when I put my contacts in this morning, just more in the one eye than the other. Or like when you get a little bit of oil in your Mm -hmm. contacts, you're giving me very knowing looks, Brian. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I just, you wear your contacts a lot, but I think, you know, when we go on the, to the beach, like you always have your contacts in. You wake up with your contacts in, you go to bed with your contacts in. Like, Sorry, I, you I, know. I very, well, I, I don't see you with your glasses ever. <laughs> you barely watch me sleep on vacation at night. <laughs> <laughs> only those, only those couple times I've come in. It's like one hour and even night then, ma- like, maximum. When, when what about all the times when you didn't catch me? <laughs> when you're sleeping, right. I mean, when you're sleeping, you do look very peaceful and you don't have your glasses on. So I can't even say, anyways. <laughs> I'm a you, contact guy. You wear your contacts a lot. And so, so they started burning yeah. today. Again, burn is too strong, but it wasn't itchy. And it was like they were watery. And so I went upstairs, right. rinsed them off. Oh, also. Is it a urinary tract infection or is it just like a, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> is it just kind of like you're a dollar. little bit. Right. <laughs> I thought we were talking about his eyes. I, we are. I'm oh, just, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm using I don't wash my hands. A, uh, so. 
Also, interesting part of this story. When Brian's took, back. When I took my contact out of its case, it was all like the one the one contact, uh-huh. not the one that was even burning that much. It had a weird shape to it. And I was like, Inside well, that's out? weird. Inside no. Out. No? No. Because like, that happens to me sometimes. Almost like it got creased. Whatever. Point mm-hmm. of the story is, I go up and take them out, whatever. Meanwhile, yesterday, disc golfing left the disc at Mineralville. Mm-hmm. So, guy texts me because <laughs> this is also half what's good. Um he finds my disc and says, hey, dude, you left your disc here. And I said, hey, can you hide it? I'll be out. Great. So I read in my contacts. Feels like it's better. I don't know. I go out. It's kind of burning. It'll go away. Anybody who has contacts knows sometimes right, right. it doesn't work. Right. It's going to work itself yeah. out. It's mm-hmm. fine. Right. So I'm out there and I'm walking a beautiful, gorgeous day, breezier than you would expect mm-hmm. for given what it looked like outside. Mm-hmm. And my nose is running a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's a little chilly, but it's not that cold. And then, of course, you got to go through. All right, coronavirus. All right, itchy eyes, itchy eyes. Oh yeah, you got yeah. the COVID. Can I still right. smell? Can I still smell? Can I still taste? <laughs> Whatever else. So every once in a while, my eyes just again, it's not an itch, but it's not all the way to a burn. Mm. And so therefore, That's my nose is running as well, and I'm playing pretty well, by the way. I come home, or I, I stop at a couple stores, and like when I'm coming out of the stores and it's bright light, it's even worse on my eyes. Mm. In the store. Oh, it's better. And I'm like, okay, I'm better now. I'm better. And I go outside and you're like, God, it's burning and everything else. Jay, I'm so sorry that you're a vampire. It could be. It could be. <laughs> nah, I like garlic way too much, bro. <laughs> so I go home and I'm sitting in the backyard working on some sermon stuff. Part of the perks of the job. Right. You know, I'm just sitting there planning out 18 months from now, believe it or not. Wow. Um, I'm still stuck on like three weeks from now, so don't get too excited. <laughs> and they're kind of burning. Kind of, I'm like, all right, whether it's my contacts, whether I have hate, because I'm looking up online. You know, what's the pollen count? What's the allergy? Because uh, it right. kind of yeah, feels, yeah. I took a Benadryl in the meantime, you know, see what's what, whatever. Okay, fine. I go upstairs, take my contacts out, perfectly fine. Put my glasses on, perfectly fine. Mm. Nose stops, mm. eyes stop, mm. everything's fine. And I'm like, Interesting. Well, that's, well, that's frustrating. Yeah. That's better than a continuing. Right. And it's fine. And so before we came but up. But all the things, it's not just your eyes. It's everything the, it's stopped the, when you took your contacts out. Yeah, nose, but you'd also yeah. taken the Benadryl. True. Because see, that. Let's me not have an answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right, I can right, keep spinning right. in my own brain. It could have done nothing. It could have done everything. <laughs> but I took a four-hour Benadryl, and I put my contacts in before I came over here, which is past the four-hour mark. Mm-hmm. And like I can tell they're in there. And then right before I left, I got a notification from the Weather Channel. Uh, bad air quality until tomorrow at like 5 p.m. So who, who knows? knows? <laughs> right. So there's that. That's what's bad. And I'm fine, as you can tell. Right. And that's the frustrating part, though, is that it's I either had unknown. a slight allergy or my contacts. Because why was it wrinkled when I put it in this morning? That was weird. Right. Hmm. Anyhow, so there's that. That is weird. Uh, three weeks ago, playing with Joe, I lost the disc way super deep in the woods. Like, uh, if you go regular Monroeville disc golf on number five slash six that we turned into a par four, uh, five for Super Monroeville, I threw it off to the right. Yeah. And I, I'm like, well, I'm playing by myself today because I had to go pick up my disc that the gentleman so... Where did he hide that? I was, I'm curious. Was it under a pile of leaves? No. Oh. He stuck it inside the guardrail to the right of the dumpster mm. by number one. Got it. <laughs> so only if you were on okay. that side looking at it did you know where it was. Interesting. Anyhow, I lost my brand new disc a couple weeks ago deep. I mean, deep in the woods. And so I spent 10 minutes and I found it. Wow. Oh, wow. So that's good. On Wait a different day. Oh, three weeks later. That is amazing. There was like just this much of it showing. Those are the worst woods, too. Not to be used with this much of a But, um, that's, awesome. so that's what's bad. That's what's good. And food wise, 
Um, Bella's trying to make some uh, macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving, so she's working on it right now at home. And uh, that was kind of cool because she was having to make a roux and then uh, a bechamel a roux. and all that kind of fun stuff. What is a bechamel it's or a, a roux? I don't know either of those. Flour and, well, flour and fat makes a roux. Yeah. Equal parts of both. Okay. And that's what they use to make a thick sauce of like whatever. It's one of the mother sauces is a bechamel. So then if you add milk, it becomes a bechamel, mm. I think. Did she put any mustard powder in that? I don't believe she did. I do like a little mustard powder in my mouth. I'll let her Homemade know. macaroni and cheese. So, I actually was mm. second. I looked at the list again, so we did that wrong. Well, not the way I understood it. Um, but yeah. Because I had it here, 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 then back here. Oh, yeah. Look. Right. Me, I, see, you, I said me, last week. I'm, like, I'm a good reader. Me, you, 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 you. Hi, Rob Strauss. Hi, Paula. Okay, so you're just going to go? I can go unless you want to go. No, 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 please. I'll go. The other thing I want to say, Jay, is I rejoice with you, is you created Super Monroeville. I did. So Please, please tell me that, because I, I, I've been so out of the loop. So you don't even know is, about don't Super, Super Monroeville? Monroe. Can I, I tell him? Sure. It's so exciting. So, Monroe, it is, because it makes it a completely new course. So, Monroeville Disc Golf Course is a nine-hole golf course, and it's, like, I would say, categorize it as, like, a beginner's disc golf course. It's absolutely fine. It's right. right. It's perfectly it's close. fine. It's But since we've played and we've got more advanced, we have you know more discs and we're getting into it more, Jay decided to make it more challenging and create different holes. So... The holes. Um, so... Hold it. For instance, the first hole, you know, you know the first hole. The first hole is actually you tee off at the at number one tee, but you go to number two basket. Mm-hmm. And Makes sense. So that's whole one. And then there's different, we won't go into all the details, but things like that all throughout so that you're playing a different course and it's more challenging. And it's very fun. But the cool thing is, so it's in the UDISC app. So if you go to Monroeville and you have the UDISC app, you can play it based on Jay's directions on you how to play, play it. You can play Super Monroeville. Comes yeah. up as Super Monroeville. And huh. then what's cool is people are doing it. People nine, are not nine, playing Nine it. or 18 holes. It's nine. It's okay, nine. It's still nine. So it's, it's nine, but how many are not different? Um, overall, one, two, three holes are not different. Right. Everything else is so my so thing six is, original holes and three of the existing it, holes. If we can figure out how to play three more, then we got an 18 hole course, mm-hmm. you know, if you combine the regular right. and then the super. Um, so, but that, I, it's so much fun to play too. It makes it, it makes it so much better. Um, so my thing is, my bad thing is, is, I never had this experience with ribs before, but have you ever unpacked ribs fresh and okay. they smell? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it does smell bad. It's right. Makes you worry. Makes you worry. Exactly. And then after the fact, because I was like, well, I'm just going to do this because the expiration date, you know, was fine. That's my man right there. You know, and I was like, you know. Barbecue sauce should cover this up, you know? <laughs> like, if I put enough on, it'll be fine. Which, what, in the end, actually was fine. Um, that's what I put on my wounds. That's what they said. Barbecue like, sauce. Yeah, you, I, 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 get, I get cut on something. I'm like, yeah, just slather some barbecue but sauce. But I'll tell you, it. every other... I got the membrane out. Like, you know... it the they, Silver skin. Yeah, the silver skin took, took it all out. Um, and they turned out great. Fall off the bone. Good. Really good ribs. For my... Uh, from my perspective, not not Jay Good. Stop. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I then read if you rinse them off. Uh-huh. And then there's no smell. I didn't rinse them off, but it was after the fact that I like seasoned them. You should always them. rinse them off. I don't know. 
I didn't know that because like the direction. Yeah, I mean, they spray they spray them with stuff when they come over and, and do the crop dusting, right? They don't they spray it with pesticides? Well, and you gotta, and the, the ribs, the genetic yeah. modifications, <laughs> right? You gotta you gotta spray, <laughs> spray those pesticides. So like there was non GMO. The, they they ended up tasting fine, but like the, you could tell. Like I was like, I don't know. We might be and it ruined your rib experience in the bathroom all day. Hey, but you know, yeah, you know but it, but so that was but you're my bad. Ribs and that's because that was my bad. Because I was like, oh man, because like they're in there all day, and it's like this is either going to be good or bad. And then like I would open up because I put just salt and pepper for the oven, and I would like open up the oven a little bit. Let's smell. It does not smell right. And oh really? <laughs> yeah, because it was like it was pretty strong at first. Oh, and I then, would do no way, bro. I take that back. Yeah. Uh, Where'd you get them? Sam's. Mm. See, my fear is that, like, because I've had that happen with pork shoulders, where it doesn't feel like it's got, like, almost it has, like, a vacuum seal to it. And so they were all vacuum sealed, yeah. Right. But then sometimes it's, like, a little loose, and you're like, was there a hole in it? And did some bacteria mm. get in there? I felt like it, well, there was no signs of there being a hole. Because, right. like, hole. You know, there's still some juice in there and, like, and, and all that. And the meat looked fine. Like, it was good color, you know, all that. I, I, mean, saw, I saw him in there when we were over on Saturday. I saw him in your fridge down in, in the basement. I did take a little pain. <laughs> <laughs> Just, right? I may be jumping to the end, but did you end up eating it? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He said they were He's fine. here. Yeah. And you were fine. And my father-in-law liked him. So that's my good was- Oh, I see what you're trying to do. Sunday was- Trying to take uh, your father-in-law out. The bad was my mother-in-law. <laughs> right. right <laughs> the right. bad was my mother-in-law made <laughs> yeah. it too. Yeah. <laughs> you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. Um, <laughs> mother-in-law jokes. <laughs> but we- uh, <laughs> Sunday was great because Sunday afternoon was super relaxing. Got ribs in the oven, just hanging out. Mag's taking a nap, hanging out, hanging with Amy. Blah blah blah. Was there hanging? There was some hanging out <laughs> hanging going on. But it was just like that was my thing though. I was hanging out. Like we don't get to do that a lot. Like we just you this know, was, there's always Sunday? something going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Steeler game. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that was a fun one. It was tense, but man. We won, and Steelers are undefeated, and it was just so much fun to get that win because that's a big deal, mm-hmm. a big deal, like being undefeated, undefeated to the undefeated. Ravens. <laughs> undefeated, Under. undefeated, undefeated. <laughs> um, uh, Tom Dempsey. So. <laughs> undefeated. Oh, he, 63-year-old he was. He was, he was undefeated, but he made the most of it. So that it was, it was just a great day, minus some weird ribs. Well, that's awesome. It was. It was, and it was good and weird. Yeah, and it was relaxing and yet stressful, <laughs> dude. It was. It totally was. I was like, if we bite into this and it's like, oh, I was talking about Steelers, really bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, but with the ribs, I was like, if we bite into this and it's it's like, it's obviously like rancid or something like that. We'll just order pizza, right? You know. Yeah. So so scary. Yeah. It's good to have options, Brian. What say you, buddy? Yeah, Brian's so, back. So I'm back, and it's been nice to have get back into the normal it's i love to travel but um it gets really really old and tiring i was pretty dead uh pretty beat when i came back and um i think still on the on the upside of the recovery there um from being away so much but i came back and saturday was just it was a beautiful day and and um i did a ton of yard work and it was just one of these things where i worked really hard at you know in my yard um and that sounds like the beginning of a, of a song. Um, but it was nice because like towards the end of the day, um, this, you know, the sun starts going down and, and there's this nice glow over your yard. And I just, I looked around and I was like, man, I did so much work and it feels so good to do that. All the leaves, um, were, were gone. I cut the grass up at the pool was, um, 
like we got this new pool cover and it's like it's like a <laughs> you snuck underneath the pool I, cover I, I wanna, for a swim i want to use it as a trampoline <laughs> yeah it's, it does it's look one like, of those it's one yeah. of those real tight ones that that's a safety cover and i want to use it as a trampoline but i can't and but i but i sat up at the pool and like everything's just tightened up you know buttoned down and it looked so good and i was i was really I had this you know just a good sense of it all and then we came over to your house and had the fire oh yeah and it was just really nice to be you know at the fire with with everybody um it's a good fire kind of wish i yeah it was a great fire kind of wish i was there longer it was a perfect night you know a little bit of chill in the air but not like freezing freezing cold because um, of the fire because of the fire <laughs> yeah it was good um but it was just it was nice to be back there you know to be back here and and um and and, and to your also to dovetail with what you said about the the, the football on sunday and, and yeah. just relaxing i was able to do that after church you know yeah. I, I, it was it was just nice to come home after church and i did a little hang bit of, out did a little bit of shopping at aldi Recorded the beginning of the game, but then once I finally got home, I was home. I didn't have to think about going anywhere. I didn't have to think about going out to the airport. And it was just nice to say, and, and watching the game, I was like, man, like with all, like all the issues I have with the NFL at, at certain times this year in particular, I think they're doing it the best out of all the sports that have come back. Mm. Like we watched hockey earlier in the year. Yeah. Didn't look yeah, like hockey. It just, it, I could, like, especially like you do playoff hockey. It was hockey. weird. It was you, bad you early morning crowds. Olympic hockey. Yeah, it really was, and, and I think the NFL is doing it really well. And I mean, obviously, there's some places that don't have don't have fans in the stands, but like Saturday night, we watched that um, the Texas Oklahoma game, and mm. there's like all kinds of fans in the stands. Yeah, and I'm that really, was a like, game. It was a game, but like, wow, like, that was for, a game. like I'm really grateful this year for for football because it just it's a little sense of normalcy and it's yeah. a little bit of hope saying, okay. We're going to get back to get, you know, back to some kind of normal at some point. I don't know, you know, but it's it's just nice. And I feel I really, I was sitting there on Sunday going, man, I really value this this year. You know, I really need this because otherwise, like, you know, right. all, all those months where we didn't have anything, you know, we're watching reruns from like the greatest hits of football and stuff. It's like now this is Steelers are undefeated. Yeah. Patriots are like two and five. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, it's glorious. It's wonderful. So that that was great, and um, you know, and and then um. I think yesterday um, I, I kind of got into a uh, into it with somebody a little bit, and um, you know it just drains you. Um, you just feel drained at the end of the day, and it's just it's a conversation that just you you don't want to have to have it, but you have to have it. And at the same time, it's like I could have maybe done that conversation better. Mm. And it's like you know you know that nobody feels good about it. You know that, that yeah. that's not a great conversation, and you feel you just feel drained. You mm. know, and um, you know so which is huge because that's. With all due respect, like it sounds like you felt regret and uh, I don't feel that with many people. Like I no, that's <laughs> what I was gonna say. For that, for you to have a conversation that left you feeling like yeah. that, mm. you may have killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> there was no killing involved. It was just you well, know emotionally. Just, yeah, well, so, yeah, that's, that's heavy. I, yeah, I mean it's it just it is heavy. Poor Ethan. <laughs> um, and then food. I would say there's two things that I'm excited about with food. It's Okay, my aunt died. I'm not excited about that. <laughs> That's not what. But we okay. inherited a uh, uh, an air freezer? fryer. Yes, uh, the air fryer. The air fryer, dude. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. I want to get one. You're wow. a big air fryer fan. I well, I'm a big air fryer fan because my kids go like this. They put it on the counter. Ethan's drops some taquitos, taquitos, or some it, feeds himself. Yeah, and 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 with our kids being home from school now and and being there permanently. Um, it's 
and you know, Alexis and I both work from home and we work really hard. And it's like sometimes we forget that we have kids Children. that we have to take care of. <laughs> so they go ahead and do it themselves. And so the air fryer has been really nice because we could, you know, and it's it's not the healthiest stuff, but they're throwing chicken nuggets in there, and Ethan's eating taquitos, and you know, they're they're. Baking. I mean, they're eating that stuff at school anyway. Uh, right, right. So this is it's it, it, it's like a microwave for food, only better, <laughs> crisp. <laughs> It's like a microwave for food, everybody. <laughs> only better because, like, you you can you can put like uh, leftover um, French fries or like, and it heats it up well. Um, and so you can do like fresh stuff. Like we've done chicken in it, like you know, fresh chicken, and it comes out like, wow, this is like we deep fried it, but it's not deep fried. Huh. Or you could throw some taquitos in there, and you know, five minutes later, you I don't know, think I ever went protein in a deep in a uh, deep fryer. Well, that's true too. But in a uh, air fryer, that's mm-hmm. interesting. I might try that. We've done. We've got a really good chicken recipe. It's it's it is like you eat it and you're recipe. like, this is like, f- well, it is like we there's, there's all kinds of stuff for the air fryer. What <laughs> it uh, is? It's because I don't follow any recipes. Oh. Like I just put a little bit of this, a little of that, um, bing bang boom. Hey. So the air fryer has been a game changer for us. And then I also make. <laughs> I also make steakum sandwiches. I had this before. Oh, dude, steakums. You took dude, me back. Yeah. Dude, I love a good steakums. I, I, I do a really good steakum sandwich where we, we do up the steakums. I you do. Rich. Um, I know. <laughs> and it's rich. all these steakums, too. It's not even actual steakums. Oh, man. Oh, it's it's like, They're yeah. probably better, yeah. <laughs> it's but, uh, E-U-M. Steakum. <laughs> S-T-A-K-E. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it is. I missed it. <laughs> but uh, I, I do. I cut up some uh, onions and, like, oh, you know, yeah, onions and peppers oh, and yeah. saute them and, and butter. And, What'd you and, put it on? What'd you put it on? Oh, man. What? Like what bread? Sam Mancini's roll. Uh, Sam Mancini's uh, Italian roll. Sam Mancini's I, I, Italian roll. No, we, we, we weren't that cool. We weren't that cool last night. Well, and, and Lex isn't even eating bread, so I just like did. Put that um, on a salad, though. It'd be like uh, an eating park. Oh, yeah. Eat, and then Amy be all air about fry that. some fries up on that. Uh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go quite that good, but um, but I did. With I did one of your ste- hard-boiled eggs? Oh! Steakums and cheese and the the onions and peppers mm. and an egg and on toast with some with some mayonnaise and, and a little bit of uh, lettuce. Oh, man. It's it's a great sandwich. It's a great sandwich. That sounds I, fabulous. You've made me very I, I, hungry. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll make you one. I you know, I appreciate that. that. I hope that. We'll do one at the beach. Oh, Stinkums at the beach. That's that's. <laughs> oh, and I'm excited about the beach. I can't even tell you. Like I, I'm so excited about the beach this year. That is that should be very encouraging for Chris's family to try something new. Maybe that, it's Stinkums next week. That would be encouraging. Oh yeah, yeah. Or that could happen. Taquito lasagna. Mm. There you go. Rolls of taquitos. Yeah. Oh. Taquitos. Taquitos. Such like a good word to say. Um, they would love taco. that, too. It's what they say. This is all very encouraging. Encouraging. And, you I'm know, encouraged by We've this. been going over emotional needs and sort of doing a deep dive each week. And, and, and it maybe every other week we go, are we overthinking this? You know, last week we got in real deep into comfort and uh, it was good. And this week it, it's a breath of fresh air. It's something pretty simple. But yet I want to – you want to – Make sure you understand it. And that is simply the emotional need of encouragement. And encouragement is the verbal expression of belief in someone or a characteristic. In other words, you know, Chris is struggling at work and he's just upset and things aren't good. And, and if I just say, you know, Chris, I'm telling you, man, you're a great teacher. And I know that you're going to find the right way to teach this and it's going to connect. I believe in you. I believe in your ability to teach. You know, is me verbally encouraging him in his in his characteristic of being of being a teacher, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, but it can also be 
um, Eric was working on his project at American Eagle a while back, mm. and it was a huge deal. And if one of us came alongside him and said, Eric, I believe you can get this done. You can do this. You know, it's, it's a belief in who you are or your ability to do something and communicating that verbally is what encouragement is. And what is important about it is it's, it's another one of those things where if you have the need for encouragement, it's important to get it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that need, it's worthless. Mm -hmm. How do you guys respond to encouragement when someone says brian i know you're gonna get your number this week in sales and you're gonna make it how does that make you feel sometimes it surprises me um and i, I as soon as we start talking about encouragement i started thinking about my buddy john um nay atlanta john, john now, fisher now baby California. Oh, man. Um, wait he's in kelly oh that's right he he's been in kelly for, for a couple months. months yeah he's been there for a couple months um maybe longer term but um he's an incredibly encouraging person and mm. I don't feel like I'm a person that needs encouragement, mm -hmm. but when I get it, it's like, oh, that's great. You mm -hmm. know, I appreciate that. But, but it's not like something that I'm like actively looking for. Like I look for other emotional needs, you know, like I need respect. I, you know, I need attention. Right. Um, these are things that subconsciously in my mind, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to manufacture with, you know, in, in my circumstances with encouragement. It's like, so if John encourages you on anything, right? Is it the encouragement that makes you feel good or is it the attention that he's talking about you? <laughs> That's probably the intention. That's probably the intention. <laughs> because if he's saying, you can get it done, you're like, I know I can get oh, it done. Oh, I know I can get it done. <laughs> no, it's true. That's but true. let's talk more about me. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. No, that's that's a great diagnosis of that. Good. That's Thank awesome. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> no, I, so, I, I do appreciate uh, encouragement and... I can tell you this, it's more meaningful f depending on the subject matter and who it's coming from for me. So, like, the work project that, like, you were talking about, Jay, like, you know, that's great. And I appreciate any encouragement about it. But if it comes from, like, my director, like, right. oh, you got, you got this, Eric, you, like, you can do this, I, I believe in you, you know, that kind of thing. Like, then, then yes, it's, it's so much more meaningful that way. So, let's do the same thing we just did with Brian. Sure. Is it... Oh, it's, is it belong... No, wait. No, is it respect? It's respect. <laughs> is it... Okay, if he believes in me, I must be able to get this done. See, but what's interesting is respect isn't very high on my list, but encouragement is. Well, and or... Okay, well, then that is encouragement. Yeah. But like in your, in the, in your inner monologue, is it saying, well, if he believes I can get this done, then I really can get this done, and I am going to get this done? Or is it, wow, that's great that he actually said that to me, and he's talking to me, and... Because that could tap into your belonging... Yeah. Like, hey, I'm on the team with the big guy. Yeah, And he's true. talking to me, and we're kind of like, you know. I'm, it's I'm both. Kinda, it's both of them. Both of them? <laughs> <laughs> it's both and yet neither. Um, but that's impact. Now, what about, like, things around the house? Like, if you're doing yard work, you know, and Amy says, oh, honey, look, you know, you are you can get it done. It's only this much more, blah, 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 blah. Mm. She doesn't say that, and you don't need that. Right. <laughs> both. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, but like, also, to your other point of it depends on who says it. You know. It depends on who says it, but it's also like, I know I can do the yard work. Like, I don't need encouragement well, to do You don't need it in that regard. Right. 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 But also, like you said, it has to have validity. It has to have um, validity. In other words, if I tell you, you can get this done, I don't know what the crap I'm talking about in regards to your job. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, my words are meaningless. Mm. Right. Now, if I say you're a hard worker, 
you do everything with excellence. I guarantee, you know, then I've earned a little bit. Right. And there's some equity in what I'm trying to tell you. Right. Good. So what does that make it? Because that spoke to me as well when you were identifying that. Well, that's me encouraging your character and applying it to the task that you have. But it's still. So I'm not an expert in the task, but I'm an expert in your character. Okay. But if I'm not believable, if I don't know you, well, then that's not going to work either. Right. How do you find encouragement? Yeah. Well, okay. So I found my good for the week. My good is I got, uh, I, I retook the, <laughs> the, not everything was a loss <laughs> relational needs questionnaire and got my, yeah, my results did. back. Is that the first At lunchtime time? In no, but it's been about three years. Oh, okay. So, and you know, just my, th- you know, life changes and you, sure. know, you so enter it, different phases. And, yeah. It changed some. Mm-hmm. Um, but encouragement specifically, I don't think changed, and it is one of my very lowest. However, mm. I don't have any negatives like that. My lowest is a zero, mm-hmm. and I that must, I just must be a really needy guy because I know a person that any... took it that's like all positive. Yeah, like well, they don't have any ze- no, they don't have any zeros either. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. but again, that that is really irrelevant. It's right. all it's just, just a it's scale. Just, it's in relation to, to each you. other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's one of my I lowest mean, to some degree. If you had all fear all tens, <laughs> right. <laughs> And as I, I think through it, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my wife. <laughs> no, not really. It's a good thing she doesn't listen. Uh, um, Although she does sometimes, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah we mark, listen you together. Can't Hi, that. honey. You can't mark that. Uh, there was a glitch this week. Uh, didn't happen this week, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no podcast. Anyway, go ahead, so it's one of my lowest, and it, it is definitely, it's not something that I seek out. It's not something that necessarily you know when someone says something encouraging to me i almost push it away though it's almost an active like oh that's that's just words that doesn't matter like Mm. chris you you do such a great job with administering worship when you when you make worship happen i'm i love that because i don't have to do it how does that make you feel um it sucks well it's appreciation so right it's it's not (laughs) chris you're I right. suck. I'll, I'll, I'll shut up now. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, and I do well, have I'm some appreciation. Nice. So that's, I could yeah, let that, you go for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but seriously, my wife Amy does have a, a higher need for me. encouragement. His wife Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> right. She uh, does have a high need for encouragement. She does. Yeah. Um, yeah needs a lot of... Funny, my wife is uh, high on encouragement as well. Oh, Okay. That's cool because I don't think of Rachel as having it like any I really needs. needs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's very, well, indep- she's very independent. <laughs> no, but I think for Amy, well, it's the same thing. It's, it's, but it's very situational. Sure. With, with Amy. Well, but think about it. Rachel also, in a lot of ways, is very independent. So imagine how independent you are. That for somebody near and dear to you, it's the quiet moment of, "Do you believe in me? Mm. Do you think I can get this done? Because okay. I'm telling the world I can get this done." Mm. Do you think I get this done? Mm-hmm. Right, because mm-hmm. Rachel's like, no, don't come alongside me. I can do it myself. Yeah, Correct. That, she does not need support. Yeah. And we will talk about support another week. But support is, spoiler alert, is helping someone accomplish a task. You know, joining somebody in something. And if you have a need for support, you probably. Now, I have seen a very rarely somebody has a high need for encouragement and support. Um, encouragement is I believe you can get this done. Support is let me help you get this done. Rachel does not want any help in getting it done. I don't care what it is. Right. Nope. No need for support. Which leads me to my final point. It's on interesting. One encouragement is. So when we have work days at church and she's the one that's leading the charge, we don't need to go and help her? Um, that's helping me. 
<laughs> left to her own druthers. Uh-huh. Yeah, she'd rather do it all herself. Uh-huh. She doesn't want anybody else doing something because yeah. they'll do it wrong right. or not the way she wants it. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes it, it's a necessary evil mm-hmm. is the point. Right. Um, right. Speaking of churches. Um, that was awkward. <laughs> necessary <laughs> it's evil. a necessary evil thing with a church. <laughs> but um, if you have a need for encouragement, you like to give out encouragement. It's like so many, almost really every emotional need. If you have a high need for affection, what are you doing? You're hugging people all the time. You know, somebody's sad. What do you do? You hug them. If you have a high need for attention, that's probably different because then you just take attention from everybody else. But the point is, if you have a high need for encouragement, you probably like to encourage people. Or if somebody is in conflict or they're, or they're struggling, I shouldn't say conflict. If they're struggling with something, you're going to tell them, you can do it. You can get it done. Can I ask you this? I like to, I like to, ex- I, I, I believe in exhortation. I believe that your words can be something that helps people grow. One's you know, words. One's, you know, and, and like when you point out like, like his, a lot of people just don't hear any kind of, you know what? You're really good at this. And, mm-hmm. and I believe, you know, I, I, I believe that you are gifted at doing this or, or whatever it might be. Like, or I, I believe you've got a great future or whatever it might be like that. Like I believe in doing that because I feel like those things change people's trajectory or they, they change how they see about themselves. Is that an encouraging thing or what, what would something like that? Be? What depends on what you're saying and how you're saying it. If you're saying, Hey, you are really nice and nice people do good things. And mm-hmm. I think how nice you are. You're encouraging that attribute of them. Mm-hmm. And so that if they have an idea for encouragement, great. They could be like, yeah, I know I'm nice. Mm-hmm. Or they could say, yeah. I know you say I'm nice, but if you really knew me, mm-hmm. depending on where their hurts go and what combats that. So if they have a high need for encouragement and they're able to receive it, then yeah, it can be. But mm-hmm. it also can, uh, it can, it can bless them in regards to attention or in regards to, you know, other emotional needs. So as in regards to encouragement, it may or it may not, depending on how they receive it. But if I like to do that to people, like I just did with Chris, like you're great at work. I'm, I'm so great. And he is, by the way, he is. And, and, and so like for me, are you is that an indication that I, that I am somebody that needs encouragement because I do look for opportunities to actively, like I said, exhort people or build people up or help them see the, the worth or the identity of who they are because sometimes they can't see it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It may. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't, I haven't taken a deep dive into that. You know, what you're saying is, if if you have just because you like to encourage people or to say nice things or give good words, depending on what they are, does that mean you have a need for that? Is that mm-hmm. what you're saying? Yeah. Um, and my answer is quite honestly, not sure. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, wherever that's coming from, because also, guess what? You're giving him respect. Mm-hmm. You're a good worship leader. Well, guess what? You pride yourself, not pride yourself on, but guess what you have a high need for respect. respect. Right. You know, you're giving him attention. You have a need for attention. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not giving him a hug. Right. You know, you're not saying to him, hey, Faith Community Church, you're the worship leader and you're part of the team because you don't have a huge need. You know, so, yeah, you're given what you need and what you want because you see the value in that. So even though I'm actively doing something, it not necessarily would be encouragement. It's more like I'm giving what I probably want to get back, like you said, with re- respect or. Well, but it's, it's a good thing. You're like, hey, I want to bless him. I want to love him. I want I want to encourage him. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to do. But in effect, you're giving him respect mm-hmm. or whatever else. Um, but you can also, I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's exhaustively exclusive mm-hmm. that that's what you want to do or what you have to give. I mean, it, it just depends. Got can, it. Can I ask this then? And please refute me. But so what it almost sounds Wrong. like, <laughs> oh man, I knew it. Refuted. <laughs> it almost sounds like 
encouragement, especially in a verbal sense, it's almost like a a shotgun spread of like you might hit some other emotional needs along the way. Like it is almost I almost feel like, hey, that's a good place to start. Like if you're looking for how to to reach out to somebody and try to, you know, of course, encourage them, but like just be positive toward them, then maybe like is that is I don't know, is that a way to sort of test the waters and and maybe start to figure out what other emotional needs that might imagine if you will somebody has an an amazing need a high need amazing a high need for attention and so they come to you and they say oh chris let me tell you and let's say ben does which he probably doesn't uh and he's like oh dad i just want you to know man i'm struggling at school and he just wants to engage he wants attention from his dad and you say you know ben you always get a 4.0 you're a smart kid you're gonna get it done Okay, so you gave him encouragement. Right. Thinking, if you're thinking, oh, I want to encourage him. Sure. But not realizing what he really needs is attention. He might go, yeah, I don't know, Dad. I mean, I always get a 4.0, but I don't know if I can get it this time because he just likes the engagement and the attention he's getting. Mm. Okay. So, so you're giving him attention by encouraging him, but it's not enough because it's not. So, so what's the proper comfort there? And I know it's not about attention. Well, but no, I want to go back to his point. Yeah. Okay. You're saying, so if you encourage somebody, it's sort of like a shotgun where you might hit this need, you might hit that need, whatever else. I mean, again, it. If you're just offering it, I think it's a good thing. Anytime we just try to meet people's needs or try to do positive things, that's a good thing. Why exactly it works or not, whatever. But my point is, if somebody comes to you and says, if Lilybug says, I can't, you know, Amy says, clean your room. And Lilybug goes, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. If you say, Lilybug. Have you been in my house during these conversations? I guarantee you can get this done. <laughs> right. Is that going to help her? No, not really. really. Right, because right. she needs support. Yeah, right. absolutely. She needs you to go up into a room and help her. Yeah. So in that case, so if you're trying to problem solve with encouragement, it may not work unless they need encouragement. If you just out and out offer encouragement, you might hit any of those emotional needs, attention, respect, mm. you know, um, right. those different things. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Is the way I would summarize your point. Yeah, yeah. cool. So as an offensive weapon, it is a <laughs> shotgun. As a defensive weapon, it is... A rifle. Okay. I love the guns. <laughs> you had a point? Or no, 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 no. I was just no. agreeing. It's interesting. That's all. There it is. So we encourage you, uh, if you need encouragement, to let us know. And we encourage you to go to lunchtimeroom.com and take the relational needs questionnaire. And you will get a personalized individual response with your scores, strengths, not your strengths, your needs, and your nut needs. Really cool, by the way. I mean, just yeah, speaking yeah. from somebody who just did it. And again, I, I did it a few years ago, but it was not on the website. It wasn't. Um, it's really easy. It takes about 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's it's fascinating. Questions that will help you figure out about yourself. And then when you get the, the responses back and you can see all the numbers laid out and all the explanations, it just it tells you so much. It clicks a little bit it, better. It does. It yeah. clicks. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. And if you want... Um, we may eventually even have you on the air to talk about your That's right. relational needs. Jan, that would be so fun. You guys know Jan, my lovely sister-in-law? Jan, Jan, Jan. Well, actually, my entire side of the family, my brother's family, the Mitlows, Tommy, Jan, Hunter, Tyler, uh, we were talking and they said they were going to just uh, one night, th- uh, uh, what do you want to call it, crash the podcast and to see mm-hmm. what we would do. And they said they would never have the guts to do it, you know, but they said you'd get mad, you'd you'd be worried, you know, Eric, you you would just be a little flustered at the details and everything else. And I was yeah. like, I don't think you guys have the guts to even do it. <laughs> but then out of that conversation, it came out that Jan said, she said that she wants to be on and she figures it would take about a month 
for her to get all her hurts out, all the ways that her emotional needs aren't met in her household of all men. Series, oh, I would love that whole series. Let's do it. And I said, I said, you know, careful. So we will have you on in a heartbeat. Oh man! So if you take the emotional needs test, I'm down. uh, We may just have you on to talk Mm -hmm. about it. I would love that. That's where we want to go. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we're always trying to do better. Exactly. Better. And uh, I believe, Jay, you have a do better. And Brian, you have a do better. I do. Brian, do you're like, the picture is unbelievable. If it's the oh, one that of you the do better that I sent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Please do. Okay. So the title of this is Why We Can't Have Nice Things. Ah, yes. <laughs> From notthebee.com. Wisconsin Department of Transportation had to issue oh, these freaking pop-ups, man. <laughs> Do better. I'm so tired of pop-ups. All right. The Department of Transport, the Wisconsin Department of Transportation had to issue a "Don't try this at home" warning after a state troop, state patrol officer stopped a small Toyota car with a Polaris <laughs> snowmobile strapped to the roof. <laughs> yes, this is real, and yes, their vote counts as much as yours does. <laughs> I believe this should be reason enough to revoke a driver's license and possibly a voter registration card. And basically, it's a picture of this small red car <laughs> with this giant snowmobile, like horizontally, or I'm sorry, perpendicularly strapped across the roof. So, like, we're looking at the back of the car and the snowmobiles across. You see the side of the snowmobile. Yeah. yeah. Perpendicular across yeah. the roof. And it's you, you got you to gotta go to our website to look at the picture. Yeah. yeah. Because it's it's not a, it looks like yeah. the snowmobile is bigger than the car. Yeah. It's like, right. Because it looks like, I don't think it's a Toyota Yaris because that's a tiny, tiny car, but it's like a. It looks like an older. Corolla, Corolla or maybe. something yeah, like yeah. that with a those, giant snowmobile. Those springs are groaning, oh, and I want to know how they got it up there. <laughs> right? They would have had like to they wrote it, it off. Of they the, would have yeah. had to like An drive overpass. it off. It's amazing. Yeah, like it's so maybe in that respect they can't do better because they got it up on yeah, the top. They should have done better. They I can't believe the roof holds it. I don't know how it's how's it tied down. Like I don't see. Any, I don't even see any because like usually like the like the weight of that and i know like cars are safer than what they say but like usually you can't put like cars are safer than what they say <laughs> no i mean like they have to say True like story like they say like the weight limit on the roof is like 100 pounds but re- oh, right. re- in reality you could probably put they, a lot more they're conservative and about this, it for this, safety right yeah. the, this this proves that that you can put a snowmobile on top of a car it's all about the lawyers and you're fine lawyers don't want you put no snowmobile up there <laughs> that's right maybe a snowblower <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not a safe recommendation if you're trying to drive down the road. That's well, good. This is America, and I have a right to put a snowmobile on my car. Uh, I have a right to be safe. That's right. This week in what's down their pants? <laughs> <laughs> Woman distracts man, puts down, puts vape pans. Excuse me. Woman distracts. Man puts vape pens down pants and shirt at Winadot Seven Eleven. Wynadot. Deadline Wynadot. I have no idea where. Florida. We'll find out. Maybe. Probably not. Uh, Police were called to a convenience store after two people went inside and allegedly worked as a team to steal seven boxes of vape pens. Management at 7-Eleven. Michigan. Um, Michigan. Yeah. Told officers 1148 on October 9th, the white male and female arrived in a silver Dodge Charger or smaller SUV without a snowmobile on top. Ah. They parked in front of the entry door, uh, where a sign obstructed the view of the, the vehicle, so it's difficult to see who was driving. According to a police report, surveillance footage shows the woman occupying the clerk at the counter was also training a new employee. A few seconds later, the man is seen entering the store, walks near the ATM behind the clerk. The vape pens were also on the counter behind the clerk and had not yet been put into inventory since they were just recently delivered to the store. To the store. 
Although it does say to the story, but I find that to be interesting. Did they have inside knowledge? Right, the right. delivery they timed had just, it out. They weren't they've been casing in the, the place. They take their vape pens very seriously. Inside job. Uh, the man took some of the boxes and walked behind the storage bins. He put the pens down his pants and then took more items and put them down his shirt. But the other point of the story is the man was about five foot. So oh, the woman is described as white, about five foot nine inches tall wearing blue jeans and glasses on top of her head. The man was about 5'7", and had brown reddish hair, ready, 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 pulled up in a man bun atop <laughs> his head. <laughs> Do better hair styling. Do mm. better hair styling down his pants. Before we move on to Can't Do Better, uh, Mark in chat said, what if all the categories are within 20%? So Mark's talking about... Uh, the relational needs questionnaire. Yes, and his score. So what if they're all within 20% of each other? What does that mean? I would say retake the test mark because you probably took it when you got percentage answers. And therefore, take it again because now you'll get a zero to t oh, actually a negative 10 Scale. to positive 10. There were some flaws in our testing yes. before and they have been corrected uh, because I can't imagine you're getting raw numbers and doing the math. No offense, but I wouldn't think. I think that's probably it's the, how you're answering. It's more clear when you have an actual number. Correct. Yeah. And if they are, then I would take a more exhaustive test. But I don't think that's the case. I've right. never really seen that being the case. Yeah. But let me know, Mark. Either way, can't do better, Chris. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Dateline, Utah. And I, I'm just going to delve into the political realm ever so slightly, but it is a can't do better. So it is it's a good uh, thing. very good news. Political foes vying for governor in Utah make a Unity TV ad together calling for civility. Quote, there's a better way. And it says in the final days of campaigning to be Utah's next governor, the Democrat and Republican candidates released a video together. In the joint ad, Chris Peterson and Spencer Cox are joshing around. Yep. They're enjoying each other's company. There's chemistry there, and it's completely refreshing. The pair takes turns saying these inspiring lines. We can disagree without hating each other. We can debate issues without degrading each other's character. And win or lose in Utah, we work together. So let's show the country there's a better way. We approve this message. And I just thought that was, in, in today's political climate, that's a can't do better. It's refreshing. Coming together. Yeah. Saying That's nice a things. change in the political climate I can get behind. Nice. I agree. <laughs> I concur. Nice. I second that. <laughs> um, I also have a can't do better, and this story is amazing. The headline reads a little <laughs> weird, as Chris pointed out. Um, but it's a single man adopts five siblings. So you think, like, did he adopt That's his, what I thought. his brothers and sisters? Yeah. No. Um, so they wouldn't be separated and gives them all forever home. So Robert Carter, a single man from Hamilton County, Ohio, grew up in foster care and knows the pain of being separated from siblings. So he really has a heart for kids who are in the system. Carter began fostering three little boys in December of 2019, but he soon learned that they had two sisters whom they hadn't seen in six months. Remembering the pain of his own family separation and fatherlessness, he knew he wanted to do whatever possible to reunite them as a family. Quote, we met up for visits and all the kids were crying. They didn't want to leave each other. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I knew, okay, I have to adopt all five, Carter told Fox. Wow. It's like a modern day Annie story. He worked hard to get a bigger place to accommodate. This, this is this is huge. He, wor he, worked, he worked hard... He worked hard to get a, a bigger place to accommodate the court's requirements. 
Then this week at Hamilton's County's 11th annual adoption day, he made it official. I'm just happy that it's all over and I'm their dad for the rest of their life. And they, they know that they'll never have to go through what they went through again. I've never had a single father adopt five children, said case manager Stacy Barton. Children's, children need families, and it's an opportunity for Mr. Carter to show the community that he can do it, others can too. If you're interested, there is a GoFundMe page that has been set up to help him with cost of raising the kids. Woof, yeah. That's, it's a big commitment, and that takes money. It's a big deal. It's, it's, it is a big deal. The fact that he worked really hard to get a bigger home yeah, that's to meet awesome. the, that's the county's requirements, like that's unbelievable. Yeah. I think that's crazy. So can't do better. I think when I said it was a modern-day Annie story, I was thinking about the version of Annie that I saw that my daughter was just recently in, because I think at the end, Daddy Warbucks does adopt <laughs> oh, he, everybody. He gets them all. That's <laughs> nice. Uh, everybody wins, except for the, the mean people. So That's great. And that's how we like to end the show on a high note. Chris, would you please take us out? Absolutely. That's it for episode 90. Please make sure you give us a like on social media and at lunchtimeinrome.com. And while there, as we mentioned before, please take our relational needs questionnaire. It is worth it. If you can give us a good Google review as well, that is always appreciated. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Until next time, working hard in my yard. (laughs) See you later. Bye. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. I almost jumped in with you again like last week, but I decided not to. Oh, like the bathtub. Like it, it, it worked. Okay, so it worked at first. Let me back up. The pressure says zero. I don't really like friction when I've prepared to prevent the friction. Slime. Delicious lasagna, by the way. Is it so, a urinary tract infection, or is it just like a, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> bing, bang, boom. Hey. Oh, Stinkum's at the beach. You barely watch me sleep on vacation at night. <laughs> Ribs in the oven, just hanging out. Mag's taking a nap, hanging out. Hanging with Amy, blah, blah, blah. Was there hanging? There was some hanging out hanging going involved. on.